11 to 1. Monday motivation. Motivation. On LMFM. Motivation time, and my next guest really is incredible. Imagine running 522 marathons. Just let that sink in. 522 marathons. And what have I told you that this year he set himself the challenge of running 100 marathons in 365 days and he's doing so, so well in this. He's 87 marathons in at this stage. And not only that, he's raised over 125,000 for cystic fibrosis in the process. So what drives a person to complete 522 marathons? How does he keep going when his legs want to buckle from underneath him? Well, we're about to find out because Jared Fay, a.k.a. the running man from Betty's Town, is in studio with me now. How are you doing? Not too bad. You're going to correct me because I think you have smashed the 522 marathons at this yeah, stage, haven't you? Uh, we done one yesterday up in Belfast, so we're at 523 now and 90 for the year. 90 for the year oh my god now the the latest one I thought was the Dublin City Marathon but you've done one just yesterday what was that one? Yeah it's one of the smaller groups that uh, we basically pick a course every so often and run them and it was the Halloween one above in Belfast Okay so take me back to the start of this Uh, I'm calling you the running man because I just think you're absolutely incredible but you've been running the marathons now for a number of years but where does the interest in this come from were you always kind of into athletics when you were a kid or I was but it was the shorter distances like when I was a teenager and that it was 100, 200, 400 metres and uh, but I was always going in the back of the mind going to do one marathon and 1998 then was the start of that it wasn't meant to be the marathon that year. It was actually meant to be the motorcycle. Okay. But the motorcycle was cancelled uh, from the previous year. So I wasn't letting the training go to waste and decided, right, we're doing Dublin. Okay, so 1998, the first ever Dublin City Marathon. You're standing there in the sea of people that are doing this. What's going through your mind that first marathon? Uh, everything and nothing at the same time. Like you're so focused on your own preparation and everything else. Like you're almost ignoring those that's around you. Like you know, you know there's eleven, twelve thousand people there, all going through the same thing. But because I had no, no idea what I was letting myself in for, it was a case of focus on yourself and just get it done and see where it ended up. Like I honestly admit afterwards I swore never again (laughs) but it was a case of I actually missed the long runs at the weekends and everything else so it was getting back out and doing them and keeping the fitness levels up like I wasn't with an athletic club at that stage I was training on my own I was doing everything on my own so it was just getting back out and meeting then the familiar pe- the f- people that would be doing them regularly as well. Yeah, because you mentioned there you you are with the Drodden District Athletics Club, amazing group here, but you started off doing this on your own. Now, I know myself, you know, when you're in your own little bubble and you're, you really have to be extra disciplined, don't you? Yeah. So there was an awful lot of training that went into this. So uh, what what was the initial training? Because you, well, you didn't quite go from zero to no fitness. You kind of had a little bit of the background all right there in the athletics, but there was serious training put in for this, wasn't there? Uh, there was a fair amount of training, not as much as it should have been put into it. Like as I say, I, at that time, I hadn't got a clue what I was letting myself in for. I knew it was 26 miles, but like I, I never knew exactly what was going to be involved in it or, uh, because I was like athletics in them days weren't really high profile mm. as they are now 
So if you were trained on your own, you were really yeah. on your own. Mm. Mm. And when you, well, do you remember your, your time, your first time it from the was, first marathon? I think 5.45. That's pretty good going. It wasn't too bad. That's I, pretty... I, the target was always the six hours. Okay. Because there was actually a six hour cut off on the, on the races. So uh, going up in the car and everything else in the head, you have to do the six hours. You, there's no way you're coming home without the medal and having a basically do not finish. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Up the whole thing, so. after, and after all the yeah. training and everything else that you put in. So what was your time this Dublin City Marathon? Three hours, 57, 10. Oh my it's actually a personal best for me. I, I, it was the part of the plan. The, 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 the plan for this year was the 500 and to have a crack at the four hours again because it's six years since I was under that four hour mark. Mm. So I wanted to give it a good go, especially with it being the 40th anniversary one. Yes, this was a huge one. Very emotional for an awful yeah. lot of people as well. And for you, like, so when you're, you know, in the midst of a marathon and it could be a particularly tough one or whatever, and your body's going, stop, I need to stop, I need to rest. What are you telling yourself mentally to make your legs keep going? I'm not telling myself anything. It's those with cystic fibrosis who are telling me. Like I've always said in, in my head, at the front of it is those with the CF. At the back of it is the demons. The demons will always come out at some part in the course. It will, it will be a miracle if they didn't. But it's it's always a case of then pushing the CFs more and more into me head that they are pushing me on. And as I say with Dublin, I we we came down past Vincent's Hospital, which is the main CF adult unit. There was actually two of the CFs were standing on the side of the road that I, I recognised and everything else, and basically they gave me the push again, like to to actually go to go and break because the, the the four hour barrier was looking very dodgy at that stage. The legs were tired. So seeing them brought it. Yeah. So tell me about the, because you do so, so much work raising awareness and money for Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. But there's a very special reason behind this, isn't there? Yeah, I've, lo- I've had uh, three cousins who sadly passed away from cystic fibrosis. Ron and Ethel were over 30 years ago and Cathy would be, I think, 10 years this year. So you've seen firsthand how like hard how life how hard life is for them. Yeah, like uh, Ronan was a year younger than myself, so like we even started secondary school and everything together. So that's hard going. Yeah, yeah. And as you mentioned there, so these guys are in the forefront of your mind. But as you mentioned, the demons creep in now. That's a great word to put on them, right? Because they are, and I know exactly what you're talking about as well when you're referring to it as demons. They start off kind of like let's say quiet you know yeah. and they they kind of whisper a little bit at you and then they slowly but slowly slowly get louder and louder and louder yeah. so you can put a lid on them by thinking of these people that you're doing the run for yeah they, they, they have got in a few times <laughs> there's no point in saying they don't but it's a case of forcing them out and forcing myself on that I'm it's not a job but it is it is a job in that I'm there to do to get the awareness get the fundraising these people with CF need this money and everything else and as I say that then comes back into the head and starts forcing me back out onto the roads and back keep going again. So yeah, even say on days like today where it's rotten and you know you don't want to train maybe and you're tired and you're like oh I just don't want to do it and the demons come in and into play again is that what again gets you to lace up the shoes and go out? Yeah, plus it, it, uh, with a, because I'm now with the athletic club and everything else I'm training with people so and that I'm 
like we we've all become good friends. So like at some stage in in the training and everything else, we're all going to go through the same thing, and because we're all there then together, like it gets it it gets us all out and gets us gets us all going again. Absolutely. So what's the cha- most challenging race that you've ever done? Because you've competed in marathons all over, like in in the states, everywhere, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, I've done uh, five or six of the states. I've done five of the big majors. The only one that's left to do is Tokyo, and that. But, and I can see already that is on your bucket list. You are going to do this, aren't you? Oh, I'm, go- I'm going back to do the six majors all over again. Yeah, I have to do them. Oh my god! So, and this can I go back to this? Uh, the toughest race then? Which one was the the one that you really found difficult? That you said I don't want to go through that one again. It, it was actually a 24 hour one below in Listowel last year. Like they, it was basically a one kilometer course round the park in Listowel, run that solid for 24 hours. Would I stop? Well, bit, bits of breaks. You could. It was totally up to yourself and what you wanted to take and all that. Like it's a, it's a full twenty four hour start at midnight or midday on the Friday, finish at midday on the Saturday, and you just keep going and the, the winner is whoever gets the most mileage in. But the weather and everything changed on us, and we were literally soaked to the skin at times and. Do you know what, Jared? If I was taking part in that, there is no way I would even attempt to try and <laughs> keep up with you. That is for sure. But you like to set goals. You like to set challenges. And this year you have set a really big challenge. It is 100 marathons in 365 days. As you said there to me, 90 in. I thought you were only 87 in. 90 in already. And uh, there's loads more of the year left to go. You're going to absolutely smash that. That's for sure. But is it important for you to set these really big challenges for yourself? Uh, yes, at this stage, like uh, I find it, like, I won't say a marathon is easy to me because it, it it's never easy. But uh, doing for me to sit down and just do one or two, it's I I I wouldn't find that as a challenge anymore. Like I I love going up now to the Quadraton in Donegal when we where we go right round the Inishowen Peninsula and that's four marathons in four days across the like Marmore Gap and all that sort of stuff and it's that sort of a challenge now like it, it's not necessarily to do a hundred marathons but to to do more than one or uh, two in a weekend is what I enjoy now I I would struggle to do five k's they kill would me you? right. You like it, that you're you're built for the longer distance kind I'm of thing. I'm built for the longer distance. Yeah. Like, but I I would use the five k's now as me training, me speed training sessions during the week, and because I'll go up to Rohini Shamrocks in Dublin and I'll do their two mile series on Tuesday nights, or I'll go over to Santry Stadium and do speed sessions. Like, I still have to do like the the major fast stuff for me, but they they're actually tougher because. I'm I'm literally only warmed up by the time I'm finishing. Yes, and yes. The, the body wants to go for going to go for or push itself so and rain it in, rain yeah. it in, and slow down yeah. again. Absolutely. But um, do you have a pre-marathon ritual that you go through? Like, how do you psych yourself into it? Do you do do you eat anything specific? Do you do anything that's your little ritual each time? No, I haven't changed anything in all the years. Like it's it's basically it's normal breakfast, like and like. With Dublin and all that, we all travelled up on the buses, the chit chat and the whole lot, and like if a few of them were first timers, and you could see their nerves in their faces and everything else, and it just it setting yourself at ease. Uh, like I'm not saying that I'm confident in everything because the day that I'm not nervous starting a race is the day I give them up, because uh, to me I have to be like anything can go wrong in a race, mm. 
and you ha- if you're going in too confident, it will go wrong. So, so I prefer to be a little, little bit of nerves there and everything else. Plus, it's at, at the back of the mind that I'm doing for the, 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 the those with the CF and everything else. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, when you cross the finish line of a marathon and you crossed, you know, one yesterday and it's 523, do you ever sit back and go, God, I'm class, aren't I? I'm deadly. No, I'm not. Like, people have called me legend and everything else. I'm not a legend. I'm someone who enjoys the running, enjoys getting out and doing what I, as I say, what I enjoy most. Like, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I'm not into going into pubs, doing table quizzes, that sort of stuff. I prefer to be out in the road, out in the fresh air, enjoying myself, keeping myself fit and healthy and everything else. Like, it's, it's what any of them with, with CF would love to be doing as well. Absolutely, and that's what's always in your mind. But for somebody like me, as you know, I did my mm. 2000 squat challenge and, you know, that was very challenging. But, you know, for somebody like myself, and I'm sure there's many listening that are an absolute zero at fitness and think, do you know what? One day now, it's on my bucket list. I'd love to do a marathon. What words of advice would you have for them who are starting off at a zero level? In terms of starting off, you've got to give yourself time. Like, there's no point in saying next uh, September, I'm going to do the Dublin Marathon in October you will definitely not do it. Like let, your body has to adapt and everything else to the fitness, to the pressures you're putting yourself onto. But you also have to plan for it. Like for me, for me I'm not too bad. I'm single. I've, I've basically nobody at home to tell me you're not going to these places. <laughs> That's why he's doing 522 but, marathons. But the likes of yourself, you've got your family, you've got your kids and everything. See, so there's a lot more planning into what you would do compared to what I would do. But it's, that, that's, that's what I mean. Like for first timers and everything else, you have to sit down, you have to plan. Um, what am I going to, what is it going to take to do this? And what's it, what sacrifices am I going to have to give to uh, my family and everything else to actually achieve these? Um, anyone can do a marathon. I, I, I firmly believe that, that side of things. But it's a case of you have to plan for what what it's going to take and what you're going to have to sacrifice, basically. Yeah, absolutely. And to get across that finish line. Now, you do have, uh, as I said, the, the, the 100 Marathon Challenge and you're looking for donations to keep these going for Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. How can we help? How can we donate to your 100 Marathon Challenge for this year? There is an Everyday Hero page set up on the, under the with cystic fibrosis I think it's uh, Jared's Marathon Challenge that's it yeah I have it here in front of me yeah so it's just everydayhero.com and then forward slash Jared's Marathon Challenge but we can donate to you directly can we as well yeah if people want to they can make contact with myself on my mobile number 087 239 or if, even if the, uh, any of the locals out in Bettystone know where I live and all that, it, it's just a case of dropping her into the house or dropping her into my parents' house. Absolutely, and it goes directly to Cystic Fibrosis Ireland. Yeah. Now, we did mention your, your pre-race ritual, and you do have a little bit of a musical thing that you do. We have it on our Facebook last night. Uh, you have two songs. Tell me about the two songs, first of all, that you often play before a race. Basically, there is, there is the two. The, the Liverpool anthem, You'll Never Walk Alone purely from the, the cystic fibrosis side of things because I do firmly believe that I'm never out on a course without them in my head and then there's the obvious one 500 miles 
Absolutely. And we had a vote, okay? And it was across the board. Phenomenal voting. There's not many Liverpool fans, it seems, out there. Uh, so I'm going to play the proclaimers to finish today. But, uh, Jared, thank you so, so much for being our Monday motivation today. No problem. Here it is. Proclaimers. 500 miles. When I wake up, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who gets drunk next to you. And if I haver, yeah, I know I'm going to be, I'm going to be the man who's havering to you. But I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more Just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall down at your door When I'm working, yes I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's working hard for you And when the money comes in for the work I do I'll pass almost every penny on to you
11 to 1 on LMFM. With the Gilmores, see the complete Mercedes-Benz range, including the new A-Class four-door saloon, the new sporty CLA four-door coupe, and the luxurious new GLE Formatic, the largest display of certified approved used Mercedes-Benz, plus great offers, discounts, and finance. Gilmore's Kings Court or gilmores.ie. L-M.